That man sitting by himself, he's the best chef in the universe. He is the total cooking guru. He's the most skillful with a saute pan, a genius with a grill, a superstar with sauce. He eats something he's cooked, everything after tastes like cardboard. He's a legend. <gasps> and that means he won't be slumming around here, so it probably isn't him. Oh, oh, Lita. Moon Podcast Escalation! everyone my name is jordan d white my name is chris sims and this is sailor business it's the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week and watch an episode of the classic 1992 sailor moon anime and talk about why it is that we love it so much things have been hard lately though because we're in we're in sailor moon supers and and the bright spots are few and far between but i think we've got i'm gonna say it we've got a decent episode okay we've got an episode that doesn't make me mad yeah. this week. We have an episode that like is not good and is weird and is like there are there are problems, but it's it's not it doesn't make me mad. We're gonna be watching The Secret Mansion, a menu of love for you. Me? And to help us talk about it, to, yeah, for you, for Jordan is actually what it says. <laughs> Thank God. A menu of love for baby Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we are gonna be watching that episode, and to help us talk about it, we have invited back a new friend of the show. Ginny Otto is back. Ginny, welcome back to Sailor Business. Hi, thanks for having me. I feel like she kind of counts as an old friend of the show because she's been a, such an, an interactive fan with us for so long. Yeah, yeah, for a very long time. You've been, you've been, you were an early listener. I listened to you for about two years now, but I got really into the show uh, about last year, actually. Uh, what What was it that got you into our show? Specifically, was there a moment where you were like, yes, Chris is right. Jordan's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've had many of those, but (laughs) good. (laughs) No, um, I want to say Jordan called me a chump like five minutes ago and we were recording. (laughs) So if you're wondering where this hostility is coming from, it was a joke. It was a joke. (laughs) Um, I started listening actually when you had gotten to season two and I was so tickled by I think it was the first episode of season two when Aiden was on and you guys were just going all crazy about Rini and the possibilities and it was funny because I remember watching that that was still the time where most people saw Sailor Moon on TV and it was just like blowing my mind I was learning new things as you were talking about it like I never connected that the Luna P was Pluto (laughs) Little things like that. And I was really excited to listen to your show and think about it in different ways, see it in different perspectives and um, have a community that I could finally like chat about. Yeah. You might be the only person who's ever actually learned anything about the show from us. That, that does not happen often. <laughs> well, that's not, I wouldn't say that's true. You can learn a lot from our show. Just we're not the ones who bring the information. That That's true. You can learn a lot from the show. Not a lot of it is uh, official canon. That <laughs> no, is, I, that meant, I meant our fans educate us a lot and we pass that that's information true. along to the listener. Yeah. But from us specifically, mostly it's it's nonsense, <laughs> right? Nonsense and conjecture. What I really appreciate about that that about this show specifically is that you're upfront and honest about like, hey, we don't know everything. Come on, tell us tell us what you know. I think that's awesome. You know, learning about the history and stuff, and it makes it more of an interactive show, and it it really harnesses 
people giving their opinions, people sharing jokes, people sharing fan art, which is in my case. And it's been really, really great. So I kind of wanted to start out. I know this is usually where you say like any recent sailor business stuff. So if it's okay, I'll just kind of dive in. Please. I wanted to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I don't think you realize how much this show helped me uh, last year about this time. So most of my recent sailor business started last year. I went through a really dark time in my life. I was recently diagnosed with mental illness that I did not know I had. And my life kind of had to come to a standstill. Like I had to stop my job. I got really sad and I started forgetting even what I liked to do. And, um, I, I'd been listening to your show for a while and I was getting so depressed that I couldn't remember anything that I liked anymore. And the only thing that I remembered was I still liked listening to your show. Oh yeah. And so when I lost my job, when we had to move up to the twin cities, when I changed all my friends, I was really struggling. <laughs> I'm getting sad, but it was really nice that I remembered this, that I remembered I liked Sailor Moon and I liked listening to you and it gave me something to look forward to. And that's actually about the time that I started doing a bunch, a bunch of fan art for your show. So the ones that you mostly remember, like Minako is a block of wood or Neko Atsune, Sailor's Scouts, or the um, weird monsters that I made for you, like the monster mustache and comic book <laughs> <laughs> and the like evil villain high school. Like I did all of that while I was working through stuff. And it really made me remember like what I'm capable of doing and I have like things I like and stuff. So I just wanted to thank you guys for having this great nostalgic fun show that kind of helped me through that dark period and gave me a lot of hope Aww. well that's so nice of you to say yeah uh, well jenny that's awesome like thank you so much for yes. for saying that that's like super nice to hear and it's like look i have also worked through a lot of stuff while doing this show so uh i know how you feel in that regard and i well, am no, glad I feel that, bad could... that i call your names all the time <laughs> You should feel bad that you call me names all the time, honestly. <laughs> but yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. And we are glad yes. to be here. And we are glad that you have been uh, such a good part of the show uh, and and have contributed and, and been a fan and been a listener. Yeah, honestly, it's an it's 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 our honor to have helped you. Um, yes. I mean, we're doing we're doing a doofy podcast and the fact that people smile at it, let alone actually have good feelings that that help them in their lives from it is is really amazing and uh it i mean it 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 makes us feel good about doing this dumb podcast that we have a good time at <laughs> very good podcast that we do yes it yeah is. it's like therapy <laughs> but not really for for all of us honestly <laughs> yeah but it's it's been really really great and it it got me into you know like I'm sure doing this podcast has gotten you more into Sailor Moon than you used to be in, in little different ways, whether it's collecting the fan art or just having the fun thoughts about it, like loving tennis ball, Sailor Moon and things like that. It just mm -hmm. gives you a new appreciation for it. And, um, it was like the summer after I did all that art, I started to try and put myself out there. Um, I found out there was an international Sailor Moon day. Did you know that? Uh, is it, is it June 30th? I wish it was. I thought it would be Sailor Moon's birthday, but it was actually Tuxedo Mask's birthday. <laughs> uh, gross. Like Why? Sixth or something. I was out at a Harry Potter event and they said, hey, next weekend is this Sailor Moon International Day. So I showed up 
and I took a big risk and I tried to pull off a cosplay in one week. What did you cosplay as? Yeah. I went as Esmeralda. Nice. Uh, oh yeah, I remember you sent us pictures of that. That was amazing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I was really really pleased with that. And then I went there and I met a bunch of cool people that were all dressed up and we like pretended to do Sailor Scout battles and shit. It was really hilarious. Um but I ended up meeting two people that were so awesome. Uh one was dressed up as Wicked Lady and one was dressed up as like punk rock Mercury. <laughs> oh, awesome. And she had a punk rock tuxedo mask with her. That was such a cool costume. What? Um, she stole punk rock Yusagi's boyfriend? Yeah, she totally <laughs> did. <it. laughs> I guess so. She wasn't present. So, uh, but yeah, no, I ended up talking to them. Their names are Kristen and Zoe. And we actually ended up making a Sailor Moon club that is going on live in the Twin Cities now that we meet every other week. And um, we call it Moon Prison Power Meetup. Nice. Oh, that's very cute. Yeah. That's terrific. It's almost been one year now since we've had the group. It's getting really close. Um, now the weather's nice. Uh, my next thing is going to be so cute. We've got a Frisbee golf kind of tournament. What is it called? Like Frisbee golf course out near my house. And mm-hmm. so we are going to have a Frisbee discus throwing thing where we're going to get like white Frisbees and just put little tiaras on it. And it's going to be called like Moon Tiara Magic Day. Yay. Yeah. That's awesome. I I would love to uh, see that next time I was up in the Twin Cities. Well, you should be here in two weeks. (laughs) Probably not going to do that. (laughs) Yeah, but two weeks is my wedding anniversary, which is uh, slightly more important. Well, you could come up here to celebrate. I'm kidding. I don't think you should. But yeah, it's fun. And then con season will come around, and it's nice because then you finally have a huge group of people that are like, oh, you. You down to do some Sailor Moon's cosplay? I'm down. You down? I'm down. You down? down? Moon? DTM? <laughs> exactly. So that'll get really exciting. You D2F? But DTF, by which I mean uh, down to fight evil by moonlight, moon love by daylight? <laughs> that Ridiculous. is such a long acronym, Chris. You, yeah, look. They can't all be winners. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to teach my coworker at Subway what Sailor Moon is, and he has no idea, but he's trying. He's like 40 years old. His name's Poppy. And every time I mention Sailor Moon like or my meetups, he just goes, Sailor Moon! <laughs> the appropriate response, I think. Yeah. I'm like, hey, we're going to go see the Sailor Moon musical. He's like, oh, Sailor Moon! <laughs> that's how much he knows. <laughs> <laughs> that's, look, that's good that's yeah. look, that's where everybody starts it is i'm i'm hoping i'll get him to watch an episode in the next month we'll see what happens but uh yeah that's the main thing and um oh and i have a new sailor moon bathroom i just did what what does that mean so my husband and i once we got back from japan which we mentioned in the last episode um we bought a new house it was a really crappy situation we were about to go to japan and we found out our lease was expired Oof. so we had to find a house in the month before we went to Japan and then move into that house when we got back from Japan. (laughs) Yeah. It was, that's a pain. Oh, it was so awful. (laughs) It was such a stressful honeymoon because of that. But anyways, we got a new house. It's wonderful. Um, it's a little old and they have this bathroom upstairs that doesn't have a shower. It just has a tub and the ceiling is arched. And I've had dreams about making that like a nice kind of sailor moon nook. So we just painted it light blue and we have stickers that are cherry blossoms so that slant on the ceiling kind of looks like 
cherry blossoms are like leaning in over the tub, like little oh, flower pots. And then I got a bunch of like Sailor Moon figures that are just scattered around and they've got like a little holder. So like I'm an adult who can sit in the tub with a, you know, glass of wine and play Sailor Moon with my little dolls. Yay. Uh, as well you should. <laughs> what every adult wants. Well, look, what's what's the point of being an adult if, if, that's, if you can't do that? <laughs> And uh, I think that's about all I've got going on right now. That's terrific, though. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Chris, do you have any new Sailor Moon developments in your life? Nope. Just this brand new uh, computer that I bought. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a week old now. It's old news. Well, oh. it's, I mean. You're still talking to... <laughs> about that, Chris? <laughs> in relative time, yes. I guess I'm going to do this while we're still in the news because I sent this to Chris. Uh-oh. So here you go, Jordan. Um, so for business, I took on a couple of requests you guys had in the past and I finally, uh, drew them I finished yours, Jordan. I have not finished Chris's yet. You had requested like way back, I think at the board game episode that you wanted a sexy Yoohoo monster. Why did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> I think you, you said sexy I... Yahtzee, but you said Yoohoo by accident. That's really funny. That's amazing. Oh, my God. That looks great. That's for you. I'm working on Chris's because his was way harder to achieve. Oh, what was it? Uh, I didn't even You told me what it was, and I did not even remember asking for this. You wanted a sexy Tide Pod monster. Oh, I do remember you saying that. I don't remember why, again, but I do remember that being a case. So I'm working on it. I'll get that to you once I can figure out how to make a square into a woman. Look, uh, Professor Tomoe didn't give up, and neither should you. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Follow your dreams. That's hilarious. This is awesome. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, uh, since since that is all done, uh, and you have been so nice and and so kind to us, maybe uh, we should get into the episode so that we can be mean about something. Oh, my. <laughs> okay. okay, let's do it. Our episode this week is called The Secret Mansion, A Menu of Love for You. It is episode 142 of Sailor Moon Supers. Jordan. Yes. Mansion Madness. Nope. Okay. Okay, Meal Madness. It is not Meal Madness. Michelin Star Madness. Michelin Star Madness. No, Uh, it is is, uh, about the food stuff, not about the mansion at all. Oh, can I guess? You can, of course. So this one is my husband's guess from last night, but it's too good to not say. Is it too many cooks? That would have been smart, but no. And no. for the like colons, it could say, it takes a lot to make a stew. <laughs> Let's see. What do you use? What, what, do you, hmm. mm-hmm. what do you have before you cook? Hunger. No. I mean, yes, but no. Preparation? Ingredients. Mm-hmm. Before you even have ingredients or preparation, you before that actually. Oh, recipe. Yes, recipe for danger. You got it, Chris. What? Yeah, that is it. Two in a row. Is that really the title? (laughs) It's recipe for danger. I would have never guessed danger. God. (laughs) (laughs) No, I wouldn't have guessed danger either. That's why I'm pretty impressed that he got that first try. Uh, Yeah, I I tried to imagine. Hey, what's what's bad? What's what's a title that's uh not good? Yep, there yep. it is. Well, you Chris it. is an expert on bad. <laughs> oh okay, gosh, that's 
Mm. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm being very much attacked. <laughs> Sorry. I've been too nice already to you. Yeah, like, you, you don't need to, those aren't scales that need to be balanced. Just saying. <laughs> so, okay. the episode begins with a very ominous thing, which unfortunately is kind of Chekhov's gun. It never gets paid off. Usagi is preparing to cook, which mm-hmm. in our past experience is a disastrous thing. Yes. Um, thankfully, we never see the results. Now, Thank- her- thankfully, or or poor writing. I guess poor writing, yes. Okay, here, here's the thing. This episode's not good. It's not bad, Mm-mm. but it's not good. It's, it's, it has its moments. There are some shining light moments, but in between, there's just a lot of gobbledygook. A lot of, lot of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Usagi and Chibi are arguing, because Usagi wants to make a beef stew, and Chibi wants cream stew, which I just googled. Which sounds awful. Sounds. It sounds gross. No, it, I, so I just looked it up. Uh, it, it's it's not cream stew. It, I mean, it, it it it's basically either chicken or pork stew, and it uses it doesn't. I don't think it uses cream. It uses uh, what do you how do you call this roux? Okay. Uh, as okay. it's made as its main thing that it's in. So it's it says vegetables, onion, carrot, potato, cabbage, cooked in a thick white roux, and then either chicken or pork. It's it's it sounds good. It's just like a. A very thick chicken soup. Yeah, in the dub they say chicken or beef. That's kind of what they're arguing about. So maybe they translated that to be easier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, that, look, that is an argument that, like, I don't know why why Viz didn't just go with that because cream stew sounds bad. <laughs> but it's yeah. but I googled cream stew and it wasn't like um, maybe you mean this. It was like, oh no, that's just a thing. It's a, a classic uh, Japanese dish, cream stew. Okay, but. I got to give props to Asagi. She's like expert lazy mode. She goes for the pre-cut beef. She doesn't even want to cut it. No. Okay. Is that laziness or is that Usagi knowing herself and being oh like, if I get out a knife and try to cut this beef, uh, someone <laughs> might die and it might be me. And then the whole future collapses. Yeah. Then the timeline goes wacko. Yeah. It's true. It's all true. So they're arguing over, over the type of, uh, stew when all of a sudden they overhear the worst customer in the history of customers <laughs> no yeah. yeah one of them but an awful awful woman being awful to the the supermarket people yeah this okay we are going to learn over the course of the episode like there's going to be a reveal where it's like oh she's not mean she's like actually a nice lady but she's not yeah no she still she's still this part yeah this is real this is not a misunderstanding I mean, she's not good yeah she is quite bad, actually. bad either uh so here's so here's what happens she's uh she's upset because whatever it is that they're arguing over that she's being charged more than she was expecting and the clerk says yeah i'm sorry uh the the low price was a limited time special and the woman's like well i saw an ad for it and then i walked to this supermarket. I, I had to walk to the supermarket. And you saying that you're going to charge me more because I got here too late? Like, that is some bullshit. And so then the clerk goes, because you know what? They, they're nice. They do the, 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 the thing that they, you probably often will get them to do. She goes, all right, I'll give it to you for the lower price. And the lady goes, you will? All right, I'll take two. <laughs> At which point, she can go fuck herself. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, well, and, and the dub version, they say, 
she has a coupon. And this is the thing that pisses me off the most because I have worked sales jobs multiple times. Somebody comes in with a coupon and it's expired. And they're like, I came all this way because I had a coupon. I was going to use it. And in some versions, they say it's just gone. This version, it said it expired this morning, which I don't know how that works, but (laughs) it is a time. Yeah. It's at eight o'clock this morning. You came at eight Oh five. Screw you. I don't know. But, um, yeah. So she, she's like, I'm sorry, the coupons expired. And she's like, well, I never, and they say, well, we'll make one exception. Oh, well then I'll get seven. Yeah. She's the worst. She's the don't worst. Do she is. Terrible. Don't, don't do this. We cut from that. That's the end of the scene. It's not like they meet her right away and then stuff happens. That was it. We just wanted to show everyone what a reprehensible woman this woman is. Yeah. Yeah. She's bad. She's, she's very bad. She's quite bad. Like no one who's worked a retail job likes her. I don't know why we're going to follow her for the rest of the story. She's bad. She should be moon dusted yep. immediately. Moon tiara. Moon dust that mega trash. Yeah, yeah. You only need a tiara. She doesn't have any defenses. It's fine. Yeah. So Memoru's walking and it starts raining. And Memoru says, Oh, it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> Best dialogue ever. Uh, so he pulls out his umbrella. He was he was he was ready. He was ready for this. Yeah. And, uh, and he sees this woman on the street getting wet, getting wet in the rain with her with her cheap fucking groceries that she ripped off. <laughs> uh, and so he goes, you know what? You could stand under my umbrella, Ella, Ella, a <laughs> a. <laughs> and she's like, "Fuck, fuck you, fuck you, doing? What, what do you what, what do you think? What do you think's gonna happen if you put an umbrella over me, asshole? You, you get nothing." Yeah, trying to get my money. <laughs> He's like, "What do you want? I'm not falling for it." What? God. Yeah, it's like He's how about like, you chill. Yeah, I was being nice. And then this is where I say, "Poor Mamoru." This is the second time. I'm like, "Man, this guy's got a rough day. He got tug award last episode. He's getting yelled at for trying to be nice, and then yeah, he almost gets hit by a truck because he's so thrown by this woman." Being an asshole, that he walks out into traffic and almost gets hit by a penguin truck. And look, you don't have to like, you don't have to like be nice to somebody who comes up to you on the street and like tries to like quote unquote help you out. But like, he is like, hey, are you like, it's raining on you. Do you need an umbrella? Like, that's her reaction to this is a bit much. She's like, uh, at this point, you know what she reminds me of is um, fucking uh, Mrs. Deagle. Mrs. Deagle. From Gremlins. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she's awful. <laughs> she's so, going to get Gremlins up in her house, uh, change yep. around her electric uh, stair chair. Yep. That's me. And she, she's straight up cold. <laughs> but I, this is the part of the, the show where I'm feeling so bad for Tuxedo Mask. Not just because like he's had a couple strikes, but he's almost gotten run over by a car. And you know who's watching him? Oh, only the cat that he saved in season one, Luna's just watching him die. Yeah. And I'm like, this is your opportunity to repay him for the favor, Luna. Come I on, mean, go save him. She's only a cat. What's she going to do? <laughs> I don't know. Cats are pretty impressive in this show. Yeah, she's true. a talking cat. Yeah. She, she can't give herself away. She can't yell out, look out. Well, that is now a problem uh, because yes. Diana, who again, like, how like how many episodes has it been since Diana was introduced? And then like we had four or five episodes in a row where they're like, "What's Diana? What? What are you talking about? There's no there's no <laughs> new cat in this show." Yeah, and now, and now like, she's the star. Some spotlights. Yeah, exactly. 
So Diana sees this mean woman be mean and sees Tuxedo Mask, I mean Darian, or uh, not Darian, Memoru, almost get hit. And somebody. Yeah, she sees him almost get hit by a car. And then, oh, by the way, when he almost gets hit by the car, he ends up face down on the ground in the rain. Like, lovely. Uh, She sees that and she's like, who is that fucking woman? I'm going to give her a piece of my mind. Mm -hmm. Runs after her. Yes. And then Luna and Aris are watching, they're like, if Diana talks in human language, and it's like... Then what? Then they'll commit this woman for being insane. That is also true. But (laughs) the first thing they tell Diana is like, hey, don't talk in human language while you're back here in the past. plenty of episodes to discuss that, yeah. That is what should happen. She just goes up and successfully talks to the woman, and then the woman gets committed. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) She's been mean so far. But what actually happens is Diana slips in the rain, falls through a bunch of puddles, and slams into the woman's ankle by by accident, head first. The woman picks Diana up, brings her inside, and gives her a bath. Now, this is the part I don't understand. She literally takes the shower head down off of her shower and just showers the cat. Now, having had a cat, I know cats would not like this at all. No. And if they could speak English, they would be saying shit. (laughs) Especially (laughs) if their intention was to walk in and say shit. Why does Diana not speak in this in this case? And I don't know the answer. I don't know either. I I think Diana's really harnessing the power of Usagi right now because she falls, she eats food, and then she makes a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that's pretty Usagi. That is how the show works. (laughs) <laughs> but the the funny thing is I love the dialogue. This is in the dub. The dialogue between Artemis and Luna when their cat when their cat, sorry, their baby gets like taken in by a stranger. This is how they react. Artemis says, "There's no way we got to save our baby." And Luna says, "She'll be fine. She's a baby." <laughs> and then both what? of them <laughs> It's really dumb. She's like, "She'll be fine." I added the baby part. Oh, okay, okay. So and then at the end, when they see that she's getting fed by this lady, both of them are like, oh, forget our baby. I want food. <laughs> uh, so she gets a forced into a bath, and then we cut around the house to some shots that indicate this is a house for lovers. <laughs> this is a well, house for two. It is also a professional kitchen. Oh, yeah. That's also true. Yeah. Yeah, I like that you went to lovers first. Well, because though. they literally cut to like a bunch of pairs of things with hearts on them, like going <laughs> like, "Look, there's two things of slippers. There's two chairs over here. There's two love pillows. Love pillows like, with hearts no. on them. With hearts. It's filthy. Filthy. <laughs> That's not what I meant. God Filth. damn it. <laughs> so, guess what? This mean old lady is nice to her cat. Oh, by the way, speaking of. Just like Mrs. Deagle. <laughs> but anyway, she's happy to, she's nice to the cat. She starts feeding, making, like you said, in the professional kitchen, making food. Yeah. But this is where it gets worrisome. I mean, aren't you guys creeped out that, like, when she cleans her off, right, she sets Diana down. Where does she set her down? She sets her down in a basket of ingredients. <laughs> cat stew. And this is where, yeah, I'm getting worried. She's like sipping it. She's like, mm, this is just about ready for you. I'm like, no, please don't eat the cat. Like, why is the cat doing this? And then she's feeding the cat. I'm like, she's just fattening the cat up. Get out of there, Diana. 
she gives her a huge amount of food for a tiny cat. Yes. Yeah. She, gives Diana. Plate, she gives her Don't a be. plate of stew. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a French. This is a very stew based episode. It's a French uh, beef stew named pot au feu. Uh, let's see. What is uh, mm-hmm. what is it like? I don't know what pot of pho is. It's uh, it's it, inexpensive cuts of beef that require cooking for long periods. It uh, has some sort of cartilaginous meat, like oxtail or marrowbone, uh, vegetables like carrots, turnips, parsnips, celery, onions, and salt, black pepper, and cloves. Okay, so basically she's braising it, which is a process that takes around four hours. Well, spoiler, there's always a pot of pho ready at this house. Yeah, also troubling. Also very troubling. <laughs> That's why she's keeping Diana so long. <laughs> she's going to cook her for a very long time. Uh. <laughs> so she feeds her this huge amount of food, this ridiculous food that probably weighs more than she does. Mm-hmm. Diana has a, a blast. It's delicious. But wait, there's a second plate, uh, or rather a third plate, I guess. Uh, it's yeah. not for Elijah. It's but it is mysterious. Oh uh, the I, I think the weirdest thing is that she pulls up a third chair yeah. and sets a third plate yeah. and then sets a full like it's not just like hey I'll have your favorite food on whenever you come back. It's like no I'm going to serve it <laughs> and then throw it away. I guess yeah then throw it away. That's weird. <laughs> yep. It's is there just like a room full of like four thousand rotten. Pot of foods in this it's house. It's like a fish tank full of all this <laughs> pot of Gross. Ugh. Sorry, everybody. Sorry, we got so gross. <laughs> so, cut back to uh, the fruit parlor where everybody is mad at Memoru for being an umbrella slut. <laughs> Which is also very weird. Apparently, it is a Japan thing. Sharing an umbrella is supposedly, according to the Wiki Moon. It is a very romantic thing that you do. It's like, uh, you know, like when a person says, I'm cold, and you offer them your jacket, it's like that. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, I mean, it's weird, but it's the thing. They're saying in, back in time, back in the past, it was inappropriate for an unmarried young woman to be seen with uh, with a man who was not related to her. But then they say, but during the rainy season, it was acceptable for a man to offer to share his umbrella, which makes which seems the exact opposite. So, so when it rains, yeah, yeah, when it's raining, it's totally okay because that's a normal thing. It's like hearing Usagi get mad; it doesn't make sense. And they go overboard on the jealousy in this episode because she's like, "Did you? Oh, oh my! You offered an umbrella to another woman who was wet? Oh, scandalous! Did you what? Did you open a door too?" <laughs> And it's, you know, she does have a good reason to be worried, I think, because, I mean, this this woman is like, I, I would she's drawn to look older. She's drawn to look like 60, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think so. That would be my guess. Like, she's meant to like clearly be like an older woman, like 50 or 60, uh, which puts her much, much closer to Memory's age. <laughs> so, you know. Um, and then they find out that Ray knows this woman. Ray realizes who this woman is. And she's like, they're like, what? Who is it? And she goes, oh, you guys don't know? She's infamous. She's super rich and lives by herself in a mansion. But uh, she's an asshole. And anybody who comes by, she's mad at. She thinks they're all land sharks. They, a term they use Great. multiple times in this Great. episode. Fantastic. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That they're trying to, to just, they just want to 
buy up her her land. That's all they care about. It's all they care about. Yeah, this lady's rich, and apparently the fucking Beagle Boys are always after her money. Then, <laughs> so she's got to be real careful. <laughs> and then, and that for some reason, just from that, Chibi goes. That sounds like the lady we saw at the supermarket, which it doesn't actually. She didn't say. Oh, yeah, I, I saw. I saw a real jerk too. <laughs> Yeah, we we know an asshole. I mean, they they've they know how the show works, and so they're like, "Oh, if we're all talking about a person, it's the same person." Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) That is how we've been here long enough. And and so then, so then Kusagi's like, "Why would you abandon me to go after this woman's fortune?" (laughs) Which is pretty funny. Yeah, Usagi's really stupid in this season. (laughs) Uh, I hate her in this episode. She's not good. Yeah, Uh, Uh, at that point. Makoto stands up and is 50 feet tall. Yes. Uh, and it's also in a an extremely choice outfit. Uh, if we want to do a little fashion corner, the hi- it's the high-waisted pants are back, the sleeveless blouse, very good. Very good Makoto but, look. But but the table only goes up to, like, her knees. Yeah. She's tall. And this isn't... She's 5'6", bro. Well, she, Exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh, it's surprising. Five six. I still think she's five foot eleven in my head. At least. Mm-hmm. Guess what? She sees someone she recognizes. It's hey, it's not the same person. I know you were thinking it must be the same person. It's Continuity. Not. It's a different person. It's a famous chef from a five star restaurant. Uh, no, Sono. it's a three star. Three star. But it's, I'm it's, sorry, it's not I, very good. No, no, no. It's, three, <laughs> it's not three different. stars as in like a five-star hotel. It's three Michelin stars, which is the most you can get. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. So it is very... I thought he was like... No, I thought he was like an Applebee's chef. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God, guys. There's like a so-so chef over there. <laughs> It would be pretty great if uh, Makoto was so into cooking that she was like, that guy works at Chili's. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's the head chef at Chili's. Oh, my gosh. That's the head chef over at Applebee's. Oh, my God. You guys ever had baby back ribs? That's a guy. Fridays. <laughs> oh, my God. Just that guy over there? He created the oh. quesarito. I just I want Makoto to have like flashcards of these guys, like they're baseball <laughs> cards. He's oh one God. of the top five French chefs or fr- chefs of French cuisine mm-hmm. in the world, yeah, well, despite being Japanese. Yeah, if a dude has three Michelin stars, he is like a big fucking deal. He's like the head chef at Applebee's. He's like but John Appleby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's uh, like he's like Reddington Lobster. <laughs> oh Jesus! It's funny. I think I think Applebee's does hire like real famous chefs to like design their food. So remember when Taco Bell was doing those commercials about like we hired this famous chef to make up the, the, the our new menu? Oh, and yeah. the idea was like, what if we put some rice in a bowl? Oh my oh. god! Wow. So so Makoto is both starstruck to see this gentleman, but also she's like. What is he doing in this shithole? <laughs> yeah. Then she's like, oh, wait, there's no way. I'm sorry. I was lying because there's no way that dude would be here. I don't believe it is ever explained why that dude is there. Did I miss it? He likes no, that fruit, I, man. He wants some tea. His name is um, Monsieur Ichiro Ono. Yeah, Ichiro Ono. Yeah. 
She's like, what is he doing eating like fucking French fries? Uh, he's, we see him drinking tea. So he's probably just <laughs> likes tea. Like what's the problem? Like it's – or he's drinking from a cup, uh, like a teacup. So I assume it's tea. I do feel like she could just be like, yeah, French fries are good. Have you ever had French fries? <laughs> They're well, he amazing. Is a French chef. So he would be the best at that. I just uh, realized that, yeah. He's like, oh. Les frites. <laughs> yep, exactly. I invented these. <laughs> so cut to the bar where somebody's looking at a picture of an old lady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Jordan. No, it's not Jordan. It's the <laughs> madam killer. It's Mr. Hawkeye. <laughs> looking at this mean old lady who cooks pot of pho and going like yeah this is where it's at fish eye she goes have beautiful dreams because she's a real asshole <laughs> yep. fish eye looks at the picture and goes she seems so rigid <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> and then of course he does his whole yeah you don't understand uh she's old enough to know the bitter and the sweet of life Older women, mm. like dried shiitake mushrooms, have more savory taste. Mm, no. dried <laughs> mushroom. I mean, those are good mushrooms, but no. Well, she is kind of a dried mushroom woman, I think. <laughs> uh, so back in back at the Skino household, uh, Chibi's uh, sexing with Pegasus again with her with her crystal ball. Um, <gasps> oh my gosh. None of I this realized, is yeah, this time that she's talking to Pegasus, did you guys hear it? Because Pegasus sounds like Paul Rudd. <laughs> in the uh, in, in, oh, the, in the dub, yeah, I think, yeah, probably the English version. My bad. Well, yeah, probably not the Japanese version. <laughs> You're like that sounds like Paul Rudd speaking Japanese. The Japanese Paul Rudd. <laughs> it was his earliest job actually in '92 was to 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 do voices on Sailor Moon. I'm been meaning I just to mention like, that. Yeah, I like cool. Paul Rudd giving a little girl advice. <laughs> uh, then I have a movie for you. It's called Ant-Man. Oh, good call. <laughs> good call. Okay, I'll have to watch that. I do want little girl advice. None of this uh, conversation matters at all, except for Chibiusa does say the phrase, I smell a crime, which is yes. pretty great. Because like that's that's the show that I wish this was, was Chibiusa fighting crimes. I mean, Pegasus is trying to tell her that people act differently and that's fine. But she's like, nah, she smells like an enemy to me. She must be the enemy's hideout. And she's just going on a slippery slope. She's just escalating this huge. And and Pegasus is like, okay, night, bye. Let's, can I can okay. I talk about, Let's. I'm going to spoil this episode to talk about how dumb I think this is, if that's okay. 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 No, don't spoil this episode, Jordan. It's only 23 I know, years I old. I know. Well, also, I'm spoiling our <laughs> recap. Oh wait! I actually didn't didn't say this part. I didn't talk about the uh, the the oh. cast and crew. I right, do the crew first. of this episode. Uh, the writer was Megumi Sugihara, who we've seen before. Uh, director was Yuji Endo, and the animation director was Katsumi Tamagai. Uh, uh, originally aired to July fifteenth, nineteen ninety five. So yes, please do not spoil this twenty three year old. No, show I, the, for the spoiler is I'm spoiling our <laughs> recap for the people listening to it right now. But but oh okay. So you're going to find out that she had a boyfriend that she they were going to buy this mansion and make it into a restaurant. And then he yes. left her. Let's talk about the details about all that later. But I want to talk about what happened next. Because apparently what happened next was she went, fine, then I'm going to live in this house. And I'm going to make it a house for two, you know, 
because of that guy, even though we weren't going to make it a house. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's like, I'm going to make sure there's a... Why doesn't she just make it a restaurant since it already has... They've already done the kitchen refit. They've already put the commercial kitchen right. in it. Make it a restaurant. Or if you're going to make it a house, you don't need to buy two pairs of slippers. He wasn't like, I can't wait to have slippers there. He <laughs> he, he would never was planning to live there. Maybe she's got it in wings. So maybe there's like a uh, uh, restaurant wing and then a living wing. Mm, okay. And she's <laughs> up in the living maybe wing. That's it. Right now. Yeah. This episode's trying to be really tragic. And I mean, it is a sad story if you you know, close one eye and squint the other. It's a really sad story, but it's just done poorly because I mean, originally I was watching this with my husband last night and he's like, did her husband die? He thought that she was a widower because of all this stuff being left around. That would make more sense that she just misses him and she leaves the stuff out because she can't accept his death. Like that would be very, very tragic. But you're right, Jordan. It's like, okay, so he left. So she's like, all right, well, I'm going to build the life for us, whether or not you're here. Except it isn't even the life they talked about. No, she's just like, well, he would like these slippers and um, just delusional. We should get like a love seat and here's some love pillows. So anyway, they t- her and Pegasus <laughs> talk about this. Chibi and talk- Pegasus talk about this. It's very mysterious. So the next day, uh, Chibi is like, I'm going to check the shit out with Diana. I'm going to go investigate. <laughs> this crime scene. This crime I smelled, uh, as Chris said. <laughs> and so they show up, and this is when they see a gentleman standing outside her uh, her gate, just staring at it. Creepy. It's the, it's the cook. And so Chibi runs into him and is like, hey, are you the chef at Chili's? No, are you, are you like a world-class chef? And he's like, yeah. Uh, and he goes, no, no, no. I'm just some dipshit. So don't. <laughs> no, no, I actually work at Chili's. <laughs> I actually work at Taco Bell. Oh no, you poor thing. I'm just being very rude to anyone who does work at Chili's. No Sorry, everybody. We're just saying that's not a five star chef. Three star. There's only three, apparently. We, we're, that's where we're, we're backwards. Three. Yeah, the, the, Michelin actual, the Michelin rating system actually does max out at three stars. So. So he go. goes, no, I'm just some dumbass guy who's too old for love. And she's like, you don't, there's no thing, such thing as too old for love, man. It doesn't matter if you're 50 years old, you can still be in love. The line is even worse in the English dub. She said, we're all the same age inside. Ooh, that sounds like something you heard the most. <laughs> We're all the same species on the inside. <laughs> so he he leaves a little happier, uh, saying thank you. And she goes, oh, he praised me. Oh, boy. Like he oh, should. boy. Uh, so, so what happens? They run over to the gate and look at the house. The lady walks up and is like, whoa. The fuck you want. It's what's your butt, cat. <laughs> She recognizes the cat, so she's nice because the, oh, I know this this nice cat. I know this cat, <laughs> and that's the end. Uh, yep. And then uh, she's like, "Hey, Chivisa, why don't you come into my house while everybody else has an act break?" Hey, Jordan, that's me. 
we've been here for uh 142 episodes yeah yeah uh do you think that deserves some kind of monetary compensation because personally i do you do just just so you know so so if you were holding out going uh let's see if they can earn it we're at 142 i think we earned it yeah i think we did i would say yes uh but how how is there a way that people can do that to show their support for this show and what we do here and on Xena warrior business. And just like in general as, as people, I mean, there's probably better ways to just show us support as people, but if you want to support the shows, go to patreoncom slash sailor business. That is our Patreon account where you can become a patron of ours, giving a monthly donation of even $1 or 47,000. There's options yes. in between. All of the numbers in between. And there's options beyond, just so you nope. know. 47,000 is the limit. No, 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 it is not. No, it is not. It's absolutely not. Uh, until I see proof otherwise. I, I mean, like, don't, don't, don't put limits on your dreams, Jordan. Oh. Don't put limits on my dreams, specifically, oh. I think. That sounds like is the way real Pegasus advice here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, Why? Jordan. Don't forget to believe in yourself. That's true. That's true. Yeah, Jordan. Be a, be a friend. I believe I could donate $49,000 a month. You're right. All right, so let's let's do some uh some uh Twitter questions. I shall. And you know, while we're talking about it, <clears throat> I put up a thing asking for Twitter questions and uh <laughs> 142 episodes in uh a uh, asimov fangirl recommended hey why don't you do like a hashtag like a for for the twitter questions like sailor biz q a and i'm like wow that's a great idea (laughs) shannon was like i can't believe it took us this long to figure this out and then i responded yeah if only there was somebody involved in the process who did a question-based internet thing with a hashtag that (laughs) recommended it to us hashtag trash piles (laughs) Anyway, uh, look, <laughs> hashtag, look, just send them to ask Sailor Business. People need hashtags. You're always talking to us. Yeah, but it's easy to, it makes it easier to find them. So, yes, hashtag Sailor Biz QA if you have a question. And that way I can just click on that and find all the questions. But we have a whole bunch. Shaney Howard wants to know who is more creepy, Prince Diamond or Pegasus? Ooh, mm. I'm going to go with Diamond. I mean, here's mm. the thing Peg, like, he's still a dude, is the, is the thing. <laughs> He doesn't have the horse exception. Wait, 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 wait. I think you both just made the same point or made opposite points with the same words. I think what? Chris was saying it's less creepy because he's the right species. Yes. Aww. He's not a horse who's living in your dreams, no matter what his other faults may be. Well, first of all, you were 20 episodes in and the horse is not actually trying to make a move on the girl. Like there's some like provocative word choices but that's about it and like there's always the barrier of like oh he's just a harmless horse what could happen horses are dangerous yeah don't but like i mean diamond is a creep dirt bag the moment we meet him he's like oh i'm beating up this queen but she's pretty hot <laughs> okay fair that's that's messed up it's true uh, I, uh that's i mean diamond was pretty bad diamond was pretty bad yeah, he hypnotized her and he kissed her against her will, somehow dressed her. Yeah, that I forgot about that. Pegasus never dresses anyone. 
He does, Actually, he, he does every episode. Oh, wow. He 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 uh, upgrades their outfits. That no. is true. <laughs> that is yeah. true. He literally dresses them. I don't know. Two way tie for last. On Here's that a question one. that I don't have an answer for. Wise man wants to know, and I don't know mm-hmm. if you will or not. Wise man wants to know if the Sailor Senshi were playing in the MLB, which teams would they be on? I would say that Sailor Jupiter would be a great player for the San Francisco Giants. Uh I don't. It is, is baseball. Baseball. Basketball. Basketball. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Giants is a good one. That's a good idea. I don't know any baseball at all. Ooh, I want Ami to be the Mets because it would she would confuse it with the Met, the very good museum. Ah, good call. Yeah, yeah. So she misunderstood. Or she'd, she or she'd go for the A's. Yeah. I always get A's. <laughs> um ooh, ooh, Venus would be Minnesota Twins because she looks like Usagi. Okay, okay. Plus, I got to put Minnesota Twins in there. Uh, um, yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I think I'm reaching the limits. I'm sorry, wise man. We don't know. Mars would be Red Sox because she's red. <laughs> she would, She doesn't wear socks at all, actually. Oh, she wears high heels with no socks. All right, let's let's move on. I'm sorry, we we didn't make this one happen. We got a few questions from Tim Spencer. The first one here is if uh, if a magic fortune cookie were to make Serena Ooh. and Darian switch bodies for an episode, would Tuxedo Serena yeah. need to yell out "Now, Sailor Darian," or would he know when to put out <laughs> pull out the final move? That's an excellent question. <laughs> That's hilarious. Good question. That is pretty funny. I I would I mean I would think he'd be like I know. <laughs> He'd be like, I already did it, but who knows? And like Serena would be throwing like the roses and keep hitting the scouts. Or, or like, or like she would have to do that because he'd be like, wait, I have to do the move. Like I have to actually fight the monster. Well, she has a lot of moves. Maybe she has to tell him which move to do. That's a good question. Ah, that's really cool. Let's see this episode. Let's make it happen. I want to see tuxedo mask and a little skirt. Tim Tim also wants to know which is more deadly, Serena's tiara or Zena's chakram? Oh, Zena's Zena's chakram, uh, obviously. Yeah. Is more deadly? Yes. It has way more abilities. I mean, that thing chopped through a tree. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think that killed the I tree. Feel like turning monsters to dust is a different kind of violence than like yeah. cutting a dude's head off. But they're like super dead when that happens. But yeah, but it doesn't like rip day off of rocks and like cut whole tree branches off. Like Zena's chakram is. Multifunctional. In the last episode we did for Xenobiz, a dude talked about how uh, Xena slit his throat with the chakra and now and cut his vocal cords, and now he can't talk. Wow. Oh my god, that's so metal. Yeah, it's pretty harsh. <laughs> that's so metal. He also asks, uh, humans these days seem to enjoy the circus. Is the Dead Moon Circus just another runaway Jedi plan that was he forgot about? Ooh. Entirely possible. Okay. It doesn't seem businessy enough. Yeah, they don't make any money. Mm-mm. So I I'm really don't think no. Um, humans these days are into the circus, though. Here's a great question from Amanda, our, our old friend Amanda. Um, how would the story characters in Sailor Moon be different if they were university students? Hmm. Interesting. Uh, or sex. No, I'm kidding. Jordan. Why? <laughs> I mean, that's what college is for. (laughs) Can we go? Can we get through one? (laughs) 
Well, I mean, we can easily go through their experimental phases. Yeah, see? Like, that would be really cool. Like, okay, I'm not going to lie. Last episode, when you guys asked me what my favorite Sailor Scouts were, all of them are bisexual. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure of it. And, like, Jupiter doesn't really know it yet. I'm totally on with, you know, the shipping of Cookbook. But she's got to discover herself. And I think Usagi is, you know, in a relationship. But she's got to discover that she's secretly had crushes on all her friends this whole time. It's true. Very, very, very true. Very true. I, I don't know. Like they, they'd probably like, look, it would probably be like that third season of Buffy. Like probably exactly <laughs> like it or season four, I guess. Season four. Are they going to be drinking? Usagi will be. Yeah, Usagi's already drinking <laughs> by accident. The question is, yeah. The question is whether it's on purpose. I think Mina would be. You think so? Yeah. And I think if Ray did, she would be like a big mixologist snob. <laughs> okay all right one more and then we'll get back to it one more if you could work for any of the villains which would it be what would your powers be and what move would defeat you so are we lackeys i i would say we're we're the mid-level like so we're the witches five or we're amazon trio or we're Uh so we're not the monsters but we're not the big bads Okay. I, don't know, I would probably work for Tomoe because you get, like, as we know from a minute, you just get to sit around and fuck around on the internet all day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like, as long as you don't attempt to upload yourself to the VR world, you'll be okay. Yes. Well, don't say you'll be okay. Your coworkers might murder you. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's a real risk. I don't know. I, I, I think I would be more well liked by my coworkers than that. Well, let me ask you this, Chris Are you good at Twister? Uh, yeah, like incredibly right. good for a gentleman my size. All right, then you're gonna fit right in. All right, what about you? you? Pass the test. What about you, Jenny? Oh, gosh. I mean, you're right. I think that work environment is really delightful, but I'm gonna have to go with the Amazon Trio because I get to hang out at a bar all day. Mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. boss barely visits me, and when they do, they just send me like an eyeball email. <laughs> And yeah, I just get to drink and hang out with my friends and flirt with people. I mean, that doesn't even sound that hard. I, I'm okay with even having a bunch of cosmopolitans. I mean, it's basically like Sex in the City, but with like circus powers. It it's exactly Sex in the City, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm down with this. This is a good job. I'm torn. Uh, part of me does also want to say Tomoe because you know I'm all about hard science. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, also, uh, Queen Beryl gives her guys really awesome outfits. True. true. I like those outfits. I, so I kind of want to, want to join for that. Depending which guy you are, she's going to ignore you too. So you can do your own thing. Well, I'm still me. I mean, I think we're all still us. Oh, okay. Okay. We're just working for them. So, so then what would our powers be? Ooh. Uh, I mean, like, does Mehmet have powers? I guess she's got like a magic stick. She changes clothes and she has a magic stick. What is it called? It has a name too, and I forget it. Oh, I also something rod. Yeah, I'd have that. I'd have a magic stick. So you have a magic stick that makes people adore you. Uh, (laughs) dodge the dodge the joke I was going to make on that one. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no, like I yeah, magic stick. Why not? Uh, that changes my clothes into basically uh, a character from Black Swan. I guess all I guess all bad guys have disguise ability. Mm-hmm. Kind of. I would like to 
have sort of like a somewhere between a Renaissance fair and a circus kind of vibe. So I want a fire whip. Ooh. All right. Yeah. I always love that. Like fire breathing, fire whip techniques. That would be my, my thing. And obviously, uh, mercury bubbles would defeat me. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Strong, strong, uh, attack. Yeah. There's no way I could beat that. I'll just be lost forever. (laughs) Where am I? (laughs) Perfect. Jordan. Uh, I guess, I don't know what, what attack would you want to be used on you most? I mean, I don't know which one is the least painful. (laughs) Probably mercury bubbles. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, But it also wouldn't actually kill you. I don't know. Dead scream. Ooh. Sure. Let's go with dead. Oh, uh, I feel like dead scream would fuck your shit up, <laughs> but okay. Well, it's going to kill you. You're going to die. So Jordan's weakness is that he has really sensitive ears. And if you scream, <laughs> he just blows out his eardrums. I feel like Jordan, if he was one of the witches five would absolutely be the most likely to get his brakes cut by my Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause you're always like, Oh, you piece of shit. Oh. <laughs> She'd know it was only a joke. She'd be fine. Listen, if I was Mamet in this scenario, guess what, buddy? Mm-hmm. Enjoy the snails. What? There might be a note in your locker. <sighs> How are you dying, Chris? Uh, <laughs> oh, How rude. Moon Tiara. And I'm going to be like, ah, oh, no. And then I'm just going to leave. <laughs> I'm not actually going to die. Take what? That's not an option. Off. Sure it is. You just have to be convincing. They don't oh, actually... Wait, I want eternal sleep. That's what I want. Duh. What am I thinking? <laughs> oh, actually, that does sound pretty good. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's not like they check. It's not like they're like, oh, let's go find the body. No, let's go never do. The authorities. I'm pretty proud with that. Let's get back to the show. All right. And we're back. With more of this episode. Yeah. Sailor Moon's so, Super S for Super Stew. Super <laughs> Stew. That's good. <laughs> Thank you. So uh Chibiusa gets invited and uh the the lady, do we I've forgotten her name completely. I know it's mentioned. Mayako. She uh like asked the very reasonable question, hey, how did you know that cat was here? <laughs> Because I don't feel like that cat could tell you in human language, in English, or Japanese. And yeah, uh, she's just like, yeah, don't worry about it. Just just don't don't ask questions. Don't ask questions you don't want the answers to. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just, I followed my cat here. You know, yeah. as you do. Actually, Jordan, this should maybe be the screenshot of the episode. Which because uh, uh, from there, Usagi is also going to Mayako's house. <laughs> And she says, yeah, I'm going to go meet this old lady. And if she's good looking, Ashokyo. <laughs> and we get to see uh, Usagi doing a weird uh, version of her uh, all punishy pose yeah. while wearing her civilian outfit, which is very cute. Yeah, she's like, screw that umbrella lady. <laughs> uh, she's just so weird in this episode. Hasn't she seen? No, sh- does she not realize yet that she's the lady from the the... No, no, she doesn't know yet. And I think in the English dub version, she's so, like, she's less jealous, but she's still dumb about it. She talks to Mamoru and says, well, I was only being polite. And she says, yeah, but you should only be polite to me. 
which you know he uh, historically has been polite to everyone else so mm-hmm. and not to her but guess who's ringing the doorbell Landshark. yeah that's right it's these 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 thugs yeah <laughs> these uh these 1980s villains who want to close the youth center are here they're rattling her front gate pushing her doorbell nonstop. Ding, ding, ding. uh and she's like yeah, I'm not selling my goddamn house, so get the fuck out of here. Yep. Yeah, actually, exact quote, which is weird. Like, in English and everything. <laughs> I'm not selling my goddamn house. No, that's not what happens. <laughs> and yeah, they're, they like are threatening her, you know. It could be dangerous to live here by yourself. You could just keel over one day. Because you're old. <laughs> yeah, old lady. Um. And yeah, the cats definitely say those are those are the land sharks. <laughs> land shark a thing. Uh, so I I googled it, and it is one of the definitions. Um, okay, it is uh, like a real estate speculator, but okay. it's certainly not something I hear commonly. Yeah, it's like I mean, I'm sure that you are more familiar with it from the yes, Saturday Night Live. Of sketch. course. Of course, yeah. which now makes me go like, is that based on the act, like someone talking about land sharks and then being like, "That's funny." Like, was it a thing that was said? Yeah, and someone else being like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. At any rate, yes, these are actual land sharks. But uh, guess who fights off the land sharks? Uh, could it be the land shark killer? I mean, that could no, the madam killer. <laughs> yes, I think it's. I mean, maybe he also kills land sharks. Well, t- today, today he's the uh, the land shark wrist lock yep. killer. Ugh. He yeah, he pushes God, them, his outfit. He pushes them down. I hate that. It's a terrible outfit. Please describe it. Oh, um, so he's wearing what I would consider clown pants. <laughs> they're, they're like parachute, like raspberry stripy pants and then he's like well i made a bad choice better put some suspenders on over this to keep this up and then he's like you know i don't feel like i'm putting myself out there enough i need to give a little less for the imagination so he wears like a crop top for his belly to be showing or whatever and then one single earring that has a feather coming down giant feather earring um, here's what's even weirder about his crop top. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Turkish flag. What? I thought it was, yeah. is it the Turkish flag? I thought it was the Russian flag. Or the... No, because it's, it's, it's a, well, it's, it's star red and yellow on the show. The t- actual Turkish flag is red with a white moon and star. Oh. But it is like very much, it's the design. It's close. It's close. My, my dude is out here, uh... Uh, ripping Istanbul, I guess, here in Japan. I mean, he did try to be Russian in one of the other episodes. Now he's just switching countries. I like, you know, how we talk about how we like very specific cosplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I you feel like I would this? love to see this one. <laughs> so, what happens is he kicks the asses of the land shark. The lady's like, Oh my god, I'm so grateful. Come on in. She feeds them a really nice stew. They fall in love. Mm-hmm. Wrong. Wait, what? wrong that's not what happens i mean that seems like the way it should no. go it seems pretty obvious that that's what anything would happen in real life right i mean yeah of course well this is a this is a turn back to what happened earlier with darian the old lady mayako says 
you're helping me. You must want something. Piss off. I don't want you scamming me. Yeah. Which is absolutely correct in this specific case. Yes. She is right. Not for Darian, but She's here, yes. Yes. And in the dub, they says, what do you want, Mophead? <laughs> he is a Mophead. It's great. <laughs> it's great. He is flummoxed by this. Totally taken off guard. Notice right now, he's on the outside of the fence, okay? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This is going to be very important. Mm -hmm. The doors are shut to the fence and she goes back in her house. And then she talks to Rini and Rini's like, why do they want your house? Like, this is such a beautiful house full of smells and memories. And that's when the conspiracy theory comes in, guys. This is when I realize this is the movie up. Wait, what? Okay. It's a grumpy old person that's defensive because their lover is gone, right? And she's secretly like just hanging out with nothing but memories. She's found a young scout that's now in her house. Mm -hmm. And she wants to leave. And I swear she's got a closet full of balloons somewhere. They need to sue. Yeah. Sailor Moon did it first. They should sue Pixar. You're right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's a gender bender up parody. Or vice versa. Yeah. (laughs) Hawk's eye, like heedless of doors. Heedless of fences, heedless of doors, uh, rolls, just walks in. How did he get over the fence, though? A vertical jump. And he opened the door. Is that not locked? I mean, look, he's a weird circus monster bird, man. So I think he, I think these, he has options. Oh, okay. Two things. First of all, in this scene, we get a look at his shoes. Uh, he's oh. wearing some very... Tall heeled shoes, bright red. Oh yeah, with he's wearing high heels. Pink flowers on them. Yeah, or something. He, they're like, if you want these, go to um, go to a Journeys in 1995, and they <laughs> be available for about forty five dollars. <laughs> so you know. Second of all, I just want to mention he how quickly he gave up. He was like, that was my whole scam. So fuck it, I'm done. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> That's not gonna work. Uh, t- time to reveal myself as a straight up super villain. See, that's the point. Is like he he doesn't care. He just wants her to like him. She wants he wants to win by pursuing people to like him or to adore him, like he thinks they should. I mean, honestly, yeah. so when that doesn't happen, he's like, mess you up. Yeah. So one, two, three. She's caught. Her mirror comes out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so Chibi's faced with a dilemma because Chibi is like. I can't transform. Like, he'll see me transform. Diana says, all right, I got this. I'll distract him while you transform. Mm-hmm. So Diana just becomes a face hugger <laughs> <laughs> and attaches herself to his face. It's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. She gets into beast mode. <laughs> Chibi runs outside face first into Usagi. And then they do a joint transformation. They do Moon's double transformation. Right. After they finish transforming is when the really awkward thing happens in this episode. Oh, yeah. They come out and they say it. Yeah. Yeah. They come out and say it. They straight up, they straight up refer to the sexual assault metaphor as sexual assault. Right. Yep. He, he sticks. His, he goes over to do it and they say, you are caught. Uh, sexual assault caught in the act. Yeah, they say you're trespassing and you're sexually assaulting. Yeah, that's not fun. No. I mean, it's true. 
Yeah, I mean, yes. But no. Like, like, but the only excuse we could have is that they, like, they knew they were doing the metaphor, but maybe didn't know how it was going to be read. But now it's like, they they knew exactly what they were doing. They knew the metaphor that they were working with. Completely mm-hmm. and totally. Which, yikes, guys. Come on. Now, Chris. <laughs> yes. Correct me if I'm wrong. I have a feeling that you are going to enjoy this monster. Yeah. Very much. <laughs> We're ready to move on past this and right into uh, this amazing one-wheel dirt bike monster. <laughs> and she's sexy. Uh, yeah, she's a sexy, uh, sexy big wheel. What's her name? Uh, what is her name? Autobiko. 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 But she, in the English dub, she has like a southern trucker voice. Oh, uh, fantastic! Yeah, she's like. Oh, time to redecorate. All right, <laughs> here, folks. We're going for a crazy carpet ride. In the new dub, and I should once again say thank you to Viz for sending over the uh, the Blu-ray of the new dub for uh, the first part of uh, S. In the new dub, one thing that she says is, anything is a road if you believe. Oh, my God. Oh, that's Which awesome. is truly wonderful. And also true. <laughs> Also, she's true. great. That's yeah. So she's tearing ass around this house. Oh my gosh! Like it's hilarious. Just fucking up this house that that was going to be a restaurant. Just trashing it. It's great. Yeah, just like wheeling it everywhere, wheeling up the table. This is exactly like a parent's worst nightmare: is somebody biking inside the house. It's great. It's the cat in the hat, right? This is <laughs> yes. It's a very no. it's a very cat in the hat situation. <laughs> <laughs> knocking everything over it is entertaining i um, i quite liked this yeah <laughs> I, in the in the in the subtitles it just says any road is okay not nearly as deep as the version that, yeah. that you that the sub says yeah anything is a road if you believe is very very good <laughs> and then i think the scouts eventually or, or somebody i think the cat says take it outside you're ruining the house you idiot <laughs> diana diana says that right after Pulling a pillow into place so that when the old lady falls over from the board, her head lands perfectly on a pillow. Diana, you are rocking this episode. You are a gem who is making this episode not suck so much. Agreed. (laughs) Very true. So the bike lady, Autobiko, smashes right through the glass doors out of the house. Oh, gosh. uh, And then gets a rose to the face. <laughs> but so, I love this. This is a meme I saw online. <laughs> what what is what is? Um I saw this gosh, it was from another um Twitter account. I think they were recapping Sailor Moon and it's this picture of Tuxedo Mask halfway up a light pole. It is so funny and it says, "What took you so long?" And he says, "Sorry, I was busy climbing this light pole." <laughs> yep, uh, that's him. Like, that's why he couldn't come. And then the worst part is when he's mad at the monster, he's like, oh, are you tearing up the garden? Yep. Don't care cares, about the old lady yeah, or the house about or the my flowers. children. He's so mad. He's so mad. He Because, you know, as we know, he moves in botanical circles. This is unforgivable. Yes. Unforgivable. Oshiokyo. So the bike lady has to pull herself out of the bushes. <laughs> And then he's like, by the way, guys, you might want to do your finishing moves. <laughs> yeah. And they do. 
we get moon gorgeous meditation still looks pretty good still a fan of it best thing about the season by far yeah. mm, i guess uh and then they go back inside to talk to mayako who says who are you people yeah <laughs> why is my house torn up what have you done while i was sleeping fair question honestly i feel like i feel like very fair question so then in walks uh, the three-star French chef, and I wrote down, it's me, Exposition Man, because he literally walks in and goes, that's right, it's me, the man who dreamed with you of turning this house into a wonderful restaurant 20 years ago. Who introduces themselves that way? Do you not introduce oh yourself God. like that? <laughs> <laughs> Come home. Hello, Devin. It's me, your husband, who has been married to you for nigh on 17 years. Nigh on 18 years. No, 17. 17 years. Did at you this forget? Point. For a second, I forgot how many years. Uh-huh. And listen, you can't talk. I remember last episode. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. You caught me. I didn't remember my anniversary last episode. <laughs> um, but yes, nobody, nobody, nobody. Uh, Says, nobody says that. It was preposterous. It's so awful. I really, I honestly think the episode's about to end. And then suddenly he's like, wait, there's a love story I must tell you. But it isn't a love story. It's an asshole story. It's an, <laughs> he, she, he literally is just like, I am leaving you to become a better chef. I know that we're both very good chefs. And we had a dream of opening a restaurant here, and you bought a house for it. <laughs> a mansion. A, a mansion. mansion. You probably spent you. a few million dollars on this Tokyo mansion. But I need to go out and become one of the best chefs in the world, and you cannot stop me. There's no way I'm just fucking leaving. Goodbye. Ichiro, please don't leave me. I finally got dead parent money. <laughs> It's insane. I cannot believe it. I want yeah. to perfect the world's finest flavors. I can't open a restaurant now. Uh, I, yeah, can't you work on perfecting the world's finest flavors while you are running a Like, isn't that like... Look, Chris, 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 if you want to become a doctor, you go to Germany. If you want to become perfect the finest flavors, you go to France. That's how it is. Right. And if you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. got to get with my friends understandable yeah uh so then they make the restaurant and we can see this um incredibly unappetizing food that they have made well let me see yeah. it let me see it uh it's, it's oh, like a, no and she tells and she and and he says by the way in all those 20 years no one has made as good of a pot of pho as you make and she's like yeah there's always one simmering fucking in this house every moment so you could come here like this is so horrible everything about this love story is awful it's so mean. She's so sad. Like, this woman has cooked so much pot of foo. She's making, like, glad sprays and Febreze sprays of pot of foo. And there's, like, candles of pot of foo. And it's just so sad. Yeah. Also, like, their, their restaurant that they're building has a signature dish. And it's the best version of that in the world that he's ever had. So, Which is a French so dish, like, by the way. Yeah, uh, so make the well, restaurant. Open the restaurant, you idiots. We haven't even considered the fact, why did he not bring her with? Uh, well, she, uh, obviously she, she didn't need it. She bought a mansion, <laughs> so. Oh, the food isn't that unappetizing. He's like cutting some, she's like cutting some sort of giant sausage or something. Or is that bread? It's a, it's a log of beef. Or or it's bread and it's just a little darker than it should be. I don't know. It's hard to say. In the dub version, 
um, they try to steer away from the stupid jealousy that's still going on with Usagi. But I do really like this where uh, Usagi says, oh, wow, everything looks so good. And I'm the only one that's going to get seconds, right? And then everybody looks so mad. Um, I wanted to point out Trouble in Paradise. Okay. Did you not see yeah. what happened? Oh. oh yeah, it's uh it's it's Ami and it's Ami and Mina and Mako and Ray, which is not how anything works. And because no. they're not it's not even like, well, they're all like close enough that they could talk. No, these are private tables. Yeah. Ami is yeah. having lunch with Mina. That's it. Ooh. Yeah, boo. The couples Boo. broke up. I think that's all there is to Something <gasps> happened. They broke up. Definitely not. Definitely not all there is to it. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I know, I know you're pretty sure. Things. You're pretty sure about a lot of things. I think at this point, Mina and Ami are a couple now, and that's all what there is to it. What are you even talking about, no, Jordan? Love. No, talking about love. No. no, 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 no. Jordan, that's a recipe for danger. <laughs> Why? Why? What's wrong with that? <laughs> the title of the show. <laughs> yeah. I got oh, it. I got you. it. Now, now I understand. All right, mm-hmm. but that's the end of the episode. That is the end of the episode, and that means it's time for us to talk about what we learned. It's time for Sailor Business says. So, Ginny, we will start with you. What did you learn from this episode? Oh, jeepers! Um, this one was not as easy to learn something from. Oh gosh, this is bad. I learned from Rini that we're all the same age on the inside. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. (laughs) Jordan, what did you learn? Please tell me it's not that. (laughs) (laughs) I learned. Oh, I had something in mind and I forgot it. Oh, it doesn't matter how wet an old lady is getting, you do not share an umbrella with them. That is cheating. That is. It's true. It's true. So true. Over the line. Mm hmm. How about you, Chris? Uh, I learned that you should always just have food going 24-7 <laughs> at your house, even if you live alone. Yeah. Uh, j- you know, just in case. Mm-hmm. And it's always it's always better to have and not need than to need and not have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and also, that's like complete madness behavior going on right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. That lady yeah, was it, driven mad by her uh... boyfriend leaving her. Yeah, she's the Miss Havisham of cooking. Yes, yeah. that's totally fair. I mean, it's dinner time somewhere. <laughs> always. Always. Yeah, always. I mean, that is true. That actually is accurate. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> but that doesn't mean you should cook all the time, all day. I would say no. I would say that is not that is not a good thing to actually do. But yeah. Um, Just keep the crockpot simmering. It's fine. <laughs> this is a weird one, right? Like, this is yeah. a weird um, episode. There's ups totally. and downs. Diana was the star of this episode in my head. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Why? Why would they do that, though? <laughs> I don't like, know. Why would you do that? I don't know. Usagi is a real bummer for this me. Because they know that she's been around a while now and hasn't had a spotlight. Yeah, so maybe she's they could just like, incorporate her into the show instead of like giving her a spotlight episode. Oh, you want her to meet a nun? Is that what you're saying? Is there a, like, there's got to be a middle ground between we forgot this character existed and, hey, this character is going to be the star of the episode. Yeah. We call that the Minako spot. Yeah. Ouch. Uh, So true, though. But, I mean, I loved last episode. That was so, so, so good. And then this one, it's all right. Like, again, if you close one eye and you squint with the other, it's a pretty all right episode. 
yeah, it's just like it feels like this is the first draft, and they could have like could have put a little more effort into it and made an episode that made any sense. <laughs> but they fair. just wanted to be like, yeah, he's been gone. He's been, but we need a happy ending, so he's been gone. Jeffing, I guess. For 20 sure. years, though? For 20 years. You don't, like, you don't become a three-star Michelin chef overnight. Also, no contact, apparently. This is also very weird. They don't have phones. They don't have mail. They don't have Skype. I mean, it was the 90s, so. <laughs> Letters? Come on. They should have something. <sighs> what an episode. Uh, Jenny, any, any other thoughts? Any final thoughts on the app? I am hungry now because of this episode. <laughs> I am also. Oh, I can really too. go for like a vaguely yam-shaped log of beef that an <laughs> old woman was carving for me for some reason. How about some cream stew? Yeah, oh. let's all go get some cream stew after this. No, Jenny, did I ask you? Um, after you reenacted the famous death of Maxfield Stanton, did you go get chocolate parfait? I did. <laughs> yeah. Um, parfait is one of my favorite Japanese foods. Now I am addicted to parfaits. When nice. you ordered it, did you ask for a parfait? I don't think they would understand my English if I said, can I have a chocolate parfait? But oh. I wish. I wish I did. Oh, and um, I did. God, what was the other one? The sexy scarf monster for you guys. Yeah, that's right. That was awesome. Scarf. Mm-hmm. She's so good. Those are the so only good. cosplays I've done for Sailor Moon was um, Esmeralda and Sexy Scarf, and I was See, super proud of that. That's kind of very specific cosplay that I mean. Like, that's <laughs> what I in this world. It was surprisingly not hard to make. <laughs> well, Jenny, thank you so much for being with us. You have been a wonderful guest, and you also yeah. said very nice things about us, which makes me feel nice. So thank you. Uh, we really appreciate you being here and coming on the show. Uh, before we get out of here, can you tell everyone where they can find you online should you wish to be found? Yes, of course. If you want to see my stuff about Sailor Moon or my running and fitness journey, you can look at Twitter or Instagram for Running Nerdy. Excellent. All right. You can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero instead of an O. Uh, you can find our producer, Jake Mason, on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. He will there point you towards his many podcasts about things like Power Rangers and James Bonds and Pokemons and other ideas. That's right. Other ideas. Uh, cool Kids Table. Hard Reboot. Uh, Kingdom Smarts. Kingdom Smarts. That, those are all names of his podcasts. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They're all good. Not cow farming, though. He doesn't actually do cow farming. I'm sorry we excited people about that. I feel like it's only a matter of time because we've put the, we've secreted that out into the world now. Yeah, you're right. You're you just right. start it up for him. You know, give him the art, give him the platform, and then he'll have to do it. Absolutely. So if someone – I'm assuming – I'm going to say on Jake's behalf that if someone <laughs> buys a domain, makes a website <laughs> – he will do the podcast. Here's my question. How much is Jake willing to pay? <laughs> I say $500. <laughs> no, please don't do that. Please don't do that. I want Jake to keep editing the show. I've been editing my own podcast, Apocrypals. It's very difficult. Thank you very much, Jake. It is difficult and hard. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Jake. Chris, how about you? There we go. There's that, there's that setup that I needed. Uh, everybody can just go to uh, the-isb.com. That is uh, my website where you will find links to all the things that I do hither and yon around the internet, like comics, columns, podcasts, and uh, what else do I do? That's it. Twitter, Tumblr, all that stuff. I'm not really on Twitter that much anymore. Thank you for listening. 
Uh, thank you again, Jenny, for being here. We will be back next week with another episode of Sailor Moon. Uh, we'll be back here with Sailor Moon Supers number 143, which is called, oh boy, Believe in Pegasus, the Four Guardian Super Transformation. <laughs> oh, good. Until then, keep your mind on Sailor Business. I was just trying to be polite. But you should only be polite with me! Serena, she's older than your mother. Quit bugging out. Huh? Darian's weakness is that he's too much of a gentleman. Serena can't handle it. That's true, but that's her problem, not his. I'd love some cute guy to protect me from the rain. Me too.